Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I said, well, since you want to take towards that attitude, I'll be in contact with PayPal and we'll file a dispute and we'll take it there. He said, well, if you go through PayPal, you will not get your money. And I said, and I guarantee you I will. This is the plaintiff, Raquel Fountain. She says she tried to purchase some very specific hair extensions from the defendant's shop, and when she arrived to pick them up, they were all the wrong length. The rude, unruly defendant refused to even listen to her complaints. The guy shouldn't even be allowed to be in business, and she's here seeking the return of her hard-earned $512. This is the defendant, Tokyo Bradshaw. He says he designs and sells hair, has a great reputation, and simply won't be bullied by the likes of the plaintiff. The woman ordered some hair, left his salon with the hair, and then tried to get a refund through PayPal in an attempt to get free hair. The refund was refused, and now she's suing him for no good reason. He is accused of extenuating circumstances. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see it? Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Doctor. You're welcome, ma'am. Ms. Fountain, you are suing Bradshaw Hair Agency and Tokyo Bradshaw for $512 that you paid him for some weaves? Yes, that extensions. Extensions that, uh, according to you, are not the ones you ordered. Tell, tell me what happened. Well, pretty much on, I believe it was August 9th or August 16th, I contacted him in regards of getting my hair done and purchasing some Had hair Had you bundles. ever gotten your hair done by him before? No. I followed him for a while, so then I decided, okay, I want to get my hair done. So I reached out to him, and he sent me the link on how I can um, purchase the hair through his website. I did that, but usually in a situation like that, he'll have it sent to me through my address, but because I was booking him to for him to do my hair with the hair, he told me he'll just have it at his salon. All I had to do was just show up. And then when I got there, his assistant was like, oh, he's outside, and I said, Okay, so why is he outside when I was just texting him saying that just make sure we're on the same page as far as my appointment goes and all that. And then she was like, well, he's outside. He'll be right right in. 20 minutes later, he still wasn't in, he wasn't inside. So I said, well, do you know where he is? She was like, no, 
but I can call them. I said, well, can you call them? Because I've been sitting here waiting for 20 minutes already. And then she was like, okay. So she called them. It was like, hey, your client's here. She's still waiting. He said, tell her I'll be right in. So I said, well, while I'm waiting, can you show me what I ordered so I can feel it, touch it, see it, and stuff like that? And she was like, okay. So she pulled out two 18 bundles and a 20, 20 inch. And I said, that's not what I ordered. She was like, well, you had to take that out with Okay, you. how did you place this order? Through his um, hair um, extensions website. Okay, so do you have a copy of what you ordered? Mm -hmm. So when you told her that's not what I ordered, uh, did he ever eventually come in? No, I ended up going outside because it was already 45 minutes and I was going to contact PayPal, but I already bumped into him. So he was outside talking to, this is the, the receipts, yep. Um, he was outside talking to someone, and when I went, when Chit I was chatting, yeah, while you were waiting in there, yeah, he was talking right, to a lady. So, so here's your order, right? Twenty-two inch, twenty-four inch, twenty-six inch, lace frontal, and what is it according to you that they had? Two eighteens and a twenty. Two eighteens and a twenty. All right. So you see him, and what happens? So I said after he, I waited for him to finish talking. When I you was, walked up, did you take the two eighteens and a twenty with you? No. Okay. I didn't take nothing. So I just said, well, I'm going to go outside because I wanted to talk to PayPal. Let them know before I left. But when I went outside, he was already out there talking. So I waited for him to finish talking to the lady he was talking to. He walked towards me and said, what are you doing out here? Get in there and get your hair done. And I said, get in there and get my hair done. You ain't even in here to get my hair done. So he said, I said, you don't even have what I actually ordered. And then he was like, well, you need to first of all calm down because you're too hype and all this other stuff. And I said, well, I've been waiting for 45 minutes. At this point, I'm perturbed. You know, it's unprofessional at this point, coming from you. You don't know me. First impression is the best impression. So he was like, you know, I don't give a about an impression, to be honest. And I said, well, since you want to take towards that attitude, I'll be in contact with PayPal, and we'll file a dispute, and we'll take it there. He said, well, if you go through PayPal, you will not get your money. And I said, and I guarantee you I will. And PayPal, then you went through PayPal, and you didn't get your and money. And I didn't get my money. Okay. And then <laughs> PayPal said, we never had this situation before. Oh, they have that situation every day. They just don't get that involved is all. So what's your version? What happened here? This young lady had a 12 o'clock appointment. Um, she showed up around 12.30, 12.20. She texted me around like 12.20 saying, oh, I'm running late. I said, okay, no problem. So she got there at 12.30. She got there at 12.30. I was not inside. Um, my assistant was finished up prepping of the client desk before her. I was already outside of the salon waiting for another client that was coming in for a consultation from New York City. So because she was in an Uber, I waited outside to meet her outside because this is a client that I worked with before, but it's the first time coming to New York, from New York to Philadelphia to my salon. This is a very high profile client, so I wanted to meet her outside. So I'm still outside, I'm waiting for my client. I get a text message from my assistant that, hey. But why, why are you booking two people at once? The client that you're meeting outside in an Uber and the client that's inside waiting for you. Well, because one, that's how we, that's how our processes go. I have, if I have an 11 o'clock, my assistant will prep. Prep can go anywhere from an hour to yeah, But your assistant was still prepping the person, but she was half an hour late and your assistant still wasn't done anyway no, with no, the no, prepping. No. no, my assistant was not, she was completely done prepping. She was waiting for her. Wait, but then she says that she was there 45 minutes. She didn't wait any time. By okay, time are you the assistant? Yeah. Step on up, please. How long was she in there while Tokyo's outside? Not, no more than 20 minutes. So she walks out, she, is she stewing? Cause she's. Well, yeah, she was upset. Um, I gave her the hair, you know, she uh, took it out the packaging. She felt it, she rubbed it up and down and she had it in her hand. She was like, this is not what I asked for. So she well, was what like. What was her complaint? Did she say what her complaint was? No, and then she let me know that she would be going to her car with the hair 
in her hands and she left out. Well, and, wait, wait. But she oh, she had already paid for it online. Right. So, so she's if she leaving. Wanted, okay. So yeah. she, you see her leave with the hair? Yes. I, okay. I gave it to her because it's her hair. Okay. And she said she wanted to fill it to see, you know, how it felt. Okay. So she goes, she leaves to her car with the hair. Yes. And what do you think is going to happen? You think she's coming right back or? I assumed that she was coming back because she had an appointment. Okay. So did you ever see her again? No, I didn't. All right. So you see her outside and she tells you what? She, I'm, I look up and she's at the top of the steps and she said, what are we going to do about this? And I was like, about what? I said, anything that you need, we can take care of. I said, you still have an hour and 45 minutes, hour, 45 minutes to an hour for prepping, wash, blow dry, braiding, laying your foundation, anything you need, we can take care of. Oh, I don't like this. This is a bad first impression. I don't have time for this. I'll take Wait, this out What was paper. her complaint about your impression? I have no idea. Well, no, she did say something. What did she say? She just said she didn't like the hair. This isn't what the I ordered. The actual hair is what right. she didn't like. Yeah, she said, I don't like this. This is what I ordered. Okay. And what did you say? I said, well, we can get take care of this. What do you need done? How are you going to take care of it? I can get her whatever she's asking for. Okay. And then she says? She said, I don't, I don't like your attitude. I don't did like Did you this. tell her to calm down? Yeah. Let me, let me give you a little piece of advice. <laughs> Never tell an angry woman to calm down. It's just not a good idea. It's just not, it's never going to be received. No, I have yet to meet an angry woman who has said, told calm down and actually calms down. I mean, when do people learn that? That you don't tell an angry, <laughs> an angry person, but an angry woman in particular. So this is just free advice that I am going to give you because I imagine a lot of your clients are women, right? All of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just listen to me and don't do that again. Get out of the habit. Okay. Now... So she gets angrier, everybody's got anger flying, and then what happens? What's the next thing that happens? She says, I'll take this out with PayPal. And then she takes her hair with her? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, see, I don't see what she has. It's like, okay, so you don't know that she took her yeah, hair I'm, with her? She's like level uh, above me, and I'm like walking up, and I see her as I'm going up the steps. So I don't know where she went. I was talking to my client. So you have no idea if she has a hair with her? I don't, yeah. She's probably been outside, been back. I don't know. Okay. Now, you, according to you, you, go, you, well, you call PayPal and you enter a dispute right away. It ends up not working out well for you. Do you have any evidence that you didn't take the hair, that she didn't hand you the hair? Yeah. And what is that? Our text messaging. Twice she texts you and says, when can I pick up my hair? And twice your response is not, you have your hair, what are you talking about? Each time your response, the first time she says, can you tell me a date and time I can meet you so I can pick up my hair? This matter and all balances are still being handled through PayPal as I am waiting for results. You will be contacted when resolved as advised, uh. Okay, then it gets resolved in your favor and she says, it looks like this has been resolved in your favor. However, I still haven't retrieved my hair or been contacted about a pickup time or shipment confirmation. Please let me know when I will be receiving my hair. Thank you. And you say, we will look into that. There was two claim filed at will by you. Also, you were advised to resolve in person and not take to PayPal, so we are waiting on them. Why is that your response and not, what are you talking about, you have your hair? Because she decided to take it up with PayPal. So I was acting like a jab at her, like you said you were taking it up with PayPal. You didn't get in your favor. Deal with PayPal. Why wouldn't you just say, you took it up with PayPal, don't text me anymore, and you already have your hair? That's the best answer to when will I get my hair. I was just trying if to get she out. already she had her hair. My face. She already had her hair, Your Honor. I don't know if I'm believing you now. It sounds like you're lying about that. I wouldn't lie to you. 
Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. So why don't women get hair extensions? So we can be beautiful. Yeah, but it seems like a hassle. Uh, beauty is uh, worth it's all of it. It's a hassle and it's very expensive. Uh, it tightens your head and the whole... It also helps your hair grow too, so I mean there's benefits in it. Okay, so explain this to me. So women wear high heels that, that hurt their feet and they get hair extensions that hurt their head. What's going on? Men. Men. <laughs> <laughs> Going inside the courtroom. Why am I getting the distinct impression that she d doesn't have her hair, but you have her 500 and oh something God. dollars, and you don't want to return it because you won with PayPal, and you're you're angry that she put you through it? Well, I, I don't know what she did with the hair. I don't know what you did with the hair. <laughs> I don't have the hair. A third time, she texts you and says, they're good with communicating with both parties, so you should have received an email from them as well. Since the claim has been closed and resolved, please let me know when I can pick up my hair. Your answer is, we would all balances are resolved. And she says, what does that mean? What all balances are resolved? I've made my payment online. I'm sorry, I really don't understand. Please elaborate. You know what claims you filed. Please make sure all funds are rendered. Okay, it should be resolved within the next day or two. Will you be contacting me on Monday, Shekhar? We are aware of the matter. We will contact you when it's resolved. Okay, thank you. So then she texts you on August 30th. It was brought to my attention. My funds have been rendered to you already. Please provide me with the time date to pick up my hair extensions. And what happens after that? Nothing. You stop you texting me. Radio so said, silence. Because I got so I tired said, of you know, just coming said, up with stuff to say. Like, I'm, I was trying to be like. Why don't you just give her her hair? I don't have her hair. She has her or hair. Or my money. Uh, yeah, but I just, I don't understand it. There's five opportunities for you to say you have your hair. I never had a conversation. Not once with her in those five texts do you say to her, what are you talking about? You already got your hair, which is what any rational person would say when confronted five times with a request to get something they already have. Therefore, because I believe that she does not have the hair, I am ordering you to return her $512. Thank you. So the plaintiff finally gets her money back. Tokyo Bradshaw's just come out of the courtroom. The judge just didn't believe you. What do you think? It's, it's only $512, and she still clearly needs her hair done. She doesn't have the hair. She still needs her hair done. Yeah, yeah. She's wearing she, a synthetic yeah. wig. Yeah, well, it's she, hilarious. It's all right. Well, I don't know if it's hilarious. She gets. She's what we she like gets to her call money her back. Scammer. That's fine. It's five hundred twelve dollars. So you're okay. I'm great. Okay, very good. But Thank you. You didn't come off too well in court. Thank you. According to the judge. Bye. Tokyo's on his way. Here comes Miss Fountain, Hello. and you're smiling now. Hello. Okay. I got what? my hair. You got your hair. I got my money back, you which I knew hair. that I would. Okay. He know exactly who he's messing with. I am not to play that. At all. I don't play that. Okay. What I, my advice to him is he need to drop that attitude because any CEO, businessman, doesn't behave that way. It's, it's not tasteful. It's just classy. It's not classy at all. Okay. And who didn't get their money? I got much money. Okay? Yes. Okay. Goodbye. Thanks, people court. <laughs> Harvey? Okay, Doug, well, look, the plaintiff was super smart here because what she did was she documented her gripe and the defendant didn't respond, and that gives her a huge advantage coming into court. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. 
or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Lena Pereira. She says she rented a house to the defendant, and the crafty woman sold the shed on the property to someone else. When she confronted the plaintiff, she told her it was infested with bugs, and she got rid of it. That makes no sense to her. She knows the woman sold it. She can't just go and do that with her property. So she's suing this woman for the $4,900 she's owed. This is the defendant, Suzette Gibbs. She says she told the plaintiff the shed was moldy, falling down and infested with bugs and lizards, and she wanted to remove it to make room for an above-ground pool. The plaintiff told her, sure, honey, no problem. Now, all this time later, after they had a dispute, the woman's claiming she sold the piece of junk. Ha! She's accused of shedding a shed. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $3,440 for pain and suffering and other costs. All parties, please raise your hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff rented a house to the defendant, and the defendant sold the shed in the back to somebody else. But the defendant says she told the plaintiff the shed was moldy and infested with bugs and lizards, and the plaintiff wanted it out. It's the case of now I'm shedding tears. Thank you, Douglas. Lena Pereira, you are suing Suzette Gibbs? For $4,900 for a shed that, according to you, she uh, ripped off of your property with no permission. You have counterclaimed against her for $3,440 for pain and suffering and your plumber fees. All right, let's hear what, what happened. Uh, Miss Suzette is my tenant. I rented her, her, my house about two years. I had a people came before her. They want to pay me $1,500. She came same time. She wanted to, she only had 1200 She looked desperate and needy. And I just said, I'm going to give it to you, the house. I have yet to meet the landlord who can rent for 15 and rent for 12 instead out of the okay. goodness of their heart. I, okay. I, I, That's not true. But anyway, let's move on from that point. Okay. So you rented her the place for 1200 Is there a lease? Yes. May I see the lease? I don't have that. Do you I have, do. Why I do, do you have a lease if you're not going to keep a copy of it? Do you have a copy of it? I, I do. have it. I do. I might have it. Uh, here it is. Okay, how long were you? Are you living there now? Oh, yes. Wait till, you, wait till I tell you about no, this. No, just mess. tell me, are you living there now? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so what happens? Why are you here? I have the lease. Okay. I was looking out there. I saw my shed was missing. Because you was... used to have a shed there. Describe the shed for me. The shed is more like, uh, um, I have the picture of the shed here. I cannot uh, tell you. You I, have, wait, stop. 
That is not a picture of your shed. Okay, that I believe... That is estimates of other sheds. I believe... Do you have a picture of your shed, no, yes or no? No, okay. I have satellite okay, well, picture. Now I need you to describe... Yes, yes. What's that? That is from the satellite I took it out from. That's the... what I want. Wow, well, yes. that was pretty yes. good. That one, another one. Okay. Whose idea was that? Um, that was my... Very good. That was going to be my idea next. Okay. It's not a very clear. Yeah, I got it. I got it. So there's the shed. All right. So now, uh, what would fit inside that shed? What What did you use to put in there? You know, like a, it was. I put a pay, paint, and you can put a lawnmower. All right. So now, uh, so tell me what happens. You look back and you notice that the tenant has ripped out your shed. And I, you never gave her permission to do that? No. All right, so what happens? My... You end up filing for eviction. Yes. And the reasons that you filed for eviction is she tore out the shed. And, and what else? She, she withheld rent. Yes, and also she been harassing me. Okay. She and... called the court enforcement. And okay. I don't believe that, you know, plumbing problem was caused by the hurricane. And, uh, Wait, stop, slow down. You're all over the place. All right, so Hurricane you're referring to is Irma. Yeah. And Irma, uh, after Irma, she withheld, you withheld money because of a plumbing issue, correct? No, ma'am. I actually used, which was our agreement, was that I would pay the plumber. Yeah, watch this. Did you agree to that? No. no. She doesn't look to me like somebody okay. who agreed, but we'll talk about that in a second, because you may have that right even if she doesn't agree. But my question to you is, how much was the plumbing fee that you deducted from the rent? Seventeen forty. And how much is the rent? Twelve hundred. Let's back up a second. The hur Hurricane Irma hits, and that's September what? Twenty third. No, Hurricane Irma hits uh, September. September, early September, 12th. the ninth or the tenth. September tenth. September tenth. So what happens is there's a big oak tree in front on the side of the house. It starts swaying. I didn't know there was a problem. The hurricane's over. The next day, I see a bunch of water just flowing straight down the the, the driveway. So when we go outside, we see that the roots of the tree were wrapped around this pipe on the outside, which I have pictures of. And um, it pulled it. Let me see the pictures. This is, these are pictures taken by code enforcement. Okay. So it got pulled on the outside. So what happened was I contacted Miss Lena. I went over there and I told her, at this point, there's no lights and now there's no water. We had to shut off the main water valve. That water was also flooding the two back bedrooms in the back that there's pictures of that as well. It Show me the pictures of yeah. flooding. And, um, and you don't have the actual pictures? Because this is really no, hard to see is, in thumbnail. Well, I have a video of the day of the flooding. I do yes. have a video. You want to see, see that? that? I do. Okay. So now, when that ha situation happened, I contacted her. I said, we can't stay there. There's no lights and no water. Right. So what I did was I contacted FEMA. Right. FEMA gave me a room at the um, extended stay a few blocks from my house for seven to ten days. We stayed there. When we came home, the water was still running out. The neighbors called. How is it still running out? Nobody because shut the nobody water? came. She never came. Okay. Do you remember talking to her after the hurricane? No. Well, did you go check on your property no. after the yeah, hurricane? I did. Okay. And what was going on at your property? When I went there, there was no water leak. I didn't see any. I mean, I'm looking at the pictures that were taken by code enforcement, showing what appears to be some water damage. Miss. The video? And Miss. also no, judge, the judge. pipe. Do you have judge. video after the hurricane? No, yeah, this is, this is the video of uh, while we were staying at the hotel, the water flowing through the side of the house from that issue. I had the plumber hold fix on, it. She on. never had been hold to the on, house. Hold on, hold on. You want me to see it or you want me to listen? Okay. Both. <laughs> I can't do both. She's never came. She showed up to the property only after I called code enforcement. 
So you called code enforcement when? I called code enforcement way after. I called code enforcement September 27th. Okay, now, and why did you call code enforcement? Because the agreement between me and her was that I, she told me, and I have proof here, she said to me that she, when I contacted FEMA that she did not want me to deal with FEMA because she didn't have homeowner's insurance. I said, well, we have to do something about this. She said, well, honey, I know you love the house. I trust you. I love you. It doesn't matter. Get, get the problem fixed. So she didn't so fix it. So you hired somebody come. to fix it. May I see any paperwork from the plumbing company? Well, how about like a real receipt instead of an email that anybody could write, including you? No, no ma'am, because I... Well, those were the estimates that he gave me. He sent them to me via email. Tell me what you've paid the plumber. Seventeen forty. So, do you have proof of payment to him, like your canceled checks or whatever else? No, I did this dumb thing and paid him in cash as well. But, but you don't he's have a, a receipt. Good guy. Well, now we now we got a problem. Okay. Okay, because I need, I need something other than an email which you could have written outside twenty minutes before coming in. And right. then tell me I have no proof I paid a plumber. No, I need to see that. Um, he, did, he did work for me in the past. I don't care. What does that have to do with what I'm well, saying? Honor, I've just paid, I just paid him in cash. The last thing I thought was that this lady was going to pay me. Okay, well, why would you pay anybody anything. in cash without getting a receipt? Can I ask you that question so they can later say you didn't pay them? I pay her in cash every month. Well, why? What, that's, that's what you're saying in your defense? No, it's not That is truth. dumb each time you yes, do it. Do you ever watch a people's court? Because I've spent the last 20 years telling people to grab the nearest crayon and the nearest roll of toilet paper and write down a receipt. I already told my family you were going to yell at me for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did. All right, well, I suppose I can try to figure out how legit this is. Wait, so let's wait. assume for a moment we'll figure out how legit this is. According to her, you ripped out her shed. So, what happened? So about two years ago, I wanted to put an above-ground pool in the backyard. So me and her got along very, always have gotten along very well. I go to her house and I ask her for permission. She said, sure, honey, do whatever you want. I said, Miss Lena, it's a really big pool. I said, so in order to put the pool back, you know, the way I want it to look nice, I said, um, I have to, you know, get rid of the shed. I said, anyway, look, the shed is full of mildew and bugs and it's nasty. It didn't have a door or anything. It actually had like a piece of rug. It wasn't a shed that you buy from like Home Depot, you know, the ones that look like a stable or anything. It was put in with like wood paneling that kind of you used in inside? the 80s inside the house. So outside. And then it had the top of the, the shingles that you put on a rooftop for a house. That's what was on the top of the shed. So she said, sure, honey, no problem. Did you get it in writing? No. Okay. And that Can shed you prove she gave you permission to remove her property? Your Honor, all I have is, is, is what I'm saying. And she's doing this out of retaliation. Because you because because uh, not only did I call code right. enforcement, but FEMA also declared the house unhealthy, and I'm waiting on a second inspection to come in because okay, of so all the problems. So what's that your I plan? Do you, you have to move from there, right? Ex exactly. It's unhealthy for me and my children. Right, I know. I have, so why are you still living there? Well, I'm actually moving out now on the 15th, and I have receipts that I paid for another place to live. You are counterclaiming. I know what her lawsuit against you is all yes, about. It's all about a shed. Yes, but you don't have pictures of the shed. Uh, the shed was there already when you bought the property, yes, right? Yes. How old is the shed? I bought that. I am not sure. I bought the property about six, seven years ago. Okay. When I bought what, it... How, when was the house built? I'm not sure. How old is the house? The house is, was built like 1970-something. If you look okay. on um, Trulia, you'll right, see Okay, all right, stop. Why are you suing for plumber fees 840? Well, I paid the plumber fees... I it, thought you paid the plumber 1740. Where, where are you talking about 840? 840 was... This is your lawsuit. This is what you just signed when you came in. You had a okay. chance to read it. Your Honor, I paid him two payments. I paid him yes, one in Yes, your October. testimony in court yes, is I paid him 1740, right? Yes, yes ma'am. Okay. Your lawsuit is for 840 in plumber fees. Well, the division in half. 
for October, those are the installments. That's what I mean to say. That's the How is that what you mean to say? The lawsuit's today. You're not going to bring another lawsuit next week for another installment. No. Nope. What is it you're suing for here? The Plumber fees, $840. How much is that counterclaim? $1740. Okay, not $840. Not $840, ma'am. Courts in recess. All rise. So would you rely on an oral promise from your landlord to, oh, yeah, go ahead and paint the house. Yeah, go ahead and do whatever to alter the house. Would you rely on it? Uh, yes, I would. I mean, it's a verbal agreement, right, which is as good as written. When well, it is a verbal agreement that is, va it's, it's binding, but you do it. What do you say? I would do it as well. Because What's the problem with this? Does anybody, huh? it, it depends what kind of renovation you're going to do. Oh, no, no, there's, a, there's another problem. If it's not a written agreement, I feel like it's very risky because people can switch up just whenever. Sandbag you and say, I never said that. And all of a sudden they look at it and I never said it. So it's your word against theirs and you're screwed going inside the courtroom. All I need to worry about to resolve this issue that's before me today is what is that shed worth? And then in your counterclaim, you ask for pain and suffering. This isn't a pain and suffering case, no. And you're asking for first month's rent in the new place. You changed that actually and what you asked for were the plumbing fees. Now, I just reread your answer to the complaint. Your answer to the complaint, you never once said that you paid the plumber $1,740. What you said was that you paid the plumber $1,400. And I'm wondering, why are there all these different figures? Oh, no worry, judge. Just look at the receipt, which any human would bring me if they're bringing a lawsuit on what you paid the plumber, and I don't have a receipt. I know you paid the plumber something, but I don't know what you paid the plumber. The $1,400, Your Honor, is minus the $400 deposit I had already given him. That's why I said yeah, that to 1800 the $1,800 is in 1740 So you yeah. can't just, no, 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 no. See, you want me to glean nothing from that, but not when it happens five times. I glean something. Okay. What do we call this? Boy, this is, this, this goes beyond rough justice. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that's I all I got. That's, that's all I got, right? So then it's rough justice. It's it rough right. justice. I, I have, uh, unlike your estimates, I have gone on the internet to see, to try to find a comparable for a, you know, a used, used, for a 50-year-old, 40-year-old, 30-year-old wood shed. Um, and it's nowhere near what you're asking for. It's about $800. Um, and I have absolutely no clue what you paid a plumber. And uh, my little sense of rust justice is this. I'm going to value the shed at $800. I'm going to value the plumbing at $800. So you each owe each other $800, so it cancels out. And that's my verdict. You... So in a case where neither the plaintiff nor the defendant had enough evidence to prove their case, it ends up being a wash. Nobody gets anything here. So, Ms. Pierre, how do you feel about this? Well, the thing is, we have the best justice system in the board, and people have to have proof in order to prove in court. Well, listen, you, you know, you almost sound like a slum landlord. You're not doing anything, and she's living in a house with running water still in it. Well, I told her to move out. Yeah, well, she is moving. I tried she, to, tried to fix the oh. problem. No, apparently but you didn't. Well, it doesn't sound very good on your part now, Ms. Gibbs. 
I know you were trying like mad to win your case, but boy, oh boy, <laughs> do you understand the judge's yes, dilemma yes, with I you? Do. Yes, I do. You just had nothing. Well, actually, no hard evidence. Once I got here, I realized that I forgot my receipt from the plumber oh, at the house. Oh boy, did you so, need and paying cash for everything with no receipts? Stupid. I trust a little old slumlord. Well, you've learned a valuable yes, lesson. Yes, I sure have. I'm but sorry I think for she it. was fair. I think the judge was fair, though, because had I had my receipt, I definitely huh? would have yeah, won the case. You're right. Okay, good for you. Okay, All thank right. you. Sorry about this. That was a kind of a fascinating dispute, Harvey. Oh, okay, well, they're, they're talking behind me, saying what I was going to say, which is that you get this in writing, either in email or text, at the very least, before you alter anything. Trust me on this. And that will do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom, right now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the plaintiff, Brooke Diedrich. She says she sold the defendant a machine that charges car air conditioning systems, and that cheap guy refuses to pay her in full for the machine. She doesn't understand what his problem is because she gave him a great deal. He's simply attempting to rip her off, and she's here today suing for the $800 she's most definitely owed. This is the defendant, Ron Gunn, and his secretary, Nancy Harris. Nancy says the purchase price of the machine was $1,500, and for some strange reason, the plaintiff thinks it was $1,800. All she knows is they paid for the machine. They're done doing business with this woman and thinks the judge will agree. He's accused of shortchanging a sale. All parties, please enter in. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff sold the defendant a machine that charges air conditioning units and got stiffed. But the defendant says the plaintiffs tried to change the deal. It's the case of she's trying to get her free on. Okay, Ms. Diedrich, your company's suing Mr. Gunn's company for $800, a balance of a sale of what kind of equipment? It's an AC machine. So, like air conditioning, EVAP recovery system for. So, what vehicles. does it do? Uh, it, it goes, it, it's uh, your, your business is an automotive place? Mechanic yes. shop. Y yes. You are a mechanic shop, and you are uh, Nancy Harris, you're the secretary? Correct. And you, sir, are? The owner. Okay. And so, uh, the kind of machine that you sold them was a machine, if I came in with an AC problem, that machine would do what? That would recharge the system, it would pull all the, the Freon, all the coolant out and redo it so that okay. you can have a, a functioning. Okay, all right, and um, do you have original sale paperwork from the sale? I do not. Okay, it was so actually was it verbal? A, yes. All right, um, and the, uh, the, according to you, the deal was that it would be 1800? Correct. And that they would pay um, as they went? Correct, there wasn't a formal payment schedule. I can't imagine why we're here. Yeah. Right, uh, who struck the deal? My father. Where's your father? He is not present. Who did he strike the deal with? Their employee. Named? Mike. And Mike. Where, where's Mike? He no longer works for oh, I love it. He so got, neither person who was a party to the deal that was not in no. writing is here to tell us what the deal was. 
correct. 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 Oh, okay. What do you guys expect me to do? Tell me. What do you think I am? A judge or a magician? So what we do know, let's talk about what we do know. The machine goes over there when? June 3rd. Of what year? 17. Of June 3rd of 2017. And you guys have been using it all this time, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. What do you say you paid? We paid $1,500. Okay. Is Which it is accurate that $1,500 has gone from that side to this side? No. Okay. How much do you say they've paid? 1000 Okay. I need proof of the payments, and then let's see if we can get to the bottom of this. I have proof of all but the original 300 that was sent with our mechanic when he picked up the machine. You he should have a receipt if you we, sent cash. Well, we were told they didn't give a receipt. Apparently, well, then, no, they don't give the cash. You understand? That's I, how business I, is done. I do understand. I do right, understand. Right, because because it's going to see the burdens on you to prove that was paid. When someone sues you because they say you owe me this, and you agree, yeah, we owe. You, you agree you owe 1,500, not 1,800. Uh, but judge, we paid that 300. You have to prove you paid it. You can't just say it. We were told to send a deposit and the machine would be released. Mm -hmm. We sent the deposit with our mechanic. He brought the machine back. We took for so granted. So you assumed the mechanic we, didn't steal the money. We assumed that they wouldn't release a machine without their oh, deposit. Oh, and that would be good business practice. You're right. I, I wouldn't release a machine. But you say he didn't hand the deposit. Correct. When you didn't, why did you release a, a machine without getting a deposit? He was coming back with it. And it was, did he? No, he did not. Okay. And when he did, is that, does he still work for you? No. Mm. Uh, why'd you fire him? Was the thief? Stealing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, it appears he got us on this one too. But it, can I see all the invoices you sent? Yes. Let me see all of them so I can see the dates and what they say and if they put them on notice that the deposit didn't get paid. I'm just curious. All right, so we have an email to you in July, which is pretty quickly after the, uh, Nancy, here's what we've been paid so far. And the email is to you, and it says, Mako AC machine, eight, unit price, $1,800. Why don't you complain in July, what do you mean $1,800? It's $1,500. Because I didn't work for the company when this, when this, business when this deal took place okay so the company because you are an employee of the company receives how many invoices that say that the deal was 1800 um maybe two or three I, i'm not yeah I, I can't say for repeatedly. sure repeatedly and nobody says anything until when when did the problem come up on september 8th is when we thought ron told me that um to go ahead come and on up, ron Ron told you what? Ron told me to pull the invoice because he was under the impression that the check he was getting oh, ready sorry, to write. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and okay, sit. Okay. Yeah, put, pull the chair in front of the microphone so you can sit. Hold on. Okay, so you finally do bring it to the boss. I finally and what did does pull the, boss the invoice. Say? Um, he says that's wrong. And uh, the minute that we realized that there was something wrong with it, I emailed. Okay. Brooke. Now, do you have any proof that it's wrong? Because I'm, I'm with you if it's wrong, but I need you to prove it. The only proof I got is through what she done and everything. And like I said, she brought it to my attention that it was 1800 I said, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. I do not owe 1800 on there. Because some guy named Mike told you it would be 1500 Right. He who told we me. know is a thief and right. who we know took the 300 Right. Uh, yeah. I, you all are really good people, um, but you don't know how to do business. Uh, business really needs to be in writing so nobody's confused. 
and she is better at it than you guys are because she at least has these invoices well, that come and come the and come. The invoices are also not correct. So um, she's got checks missing off of mm -hmm. at least one or two of the invoices. Okay, here's what I would like you to do. Have you two, though, then worked that out? And yes. All right. So at some point when the discrepancy arises, you propose one of three solutions. Pay me what you owe me. Actually, I even discounted it. Right. I, I compromised and I said, okay, we have a six hundred a six hundred dollar discrepancy. Why did you think it was a six hundred? And you're suing for eight hundred? Because I have a check here that's not yet been cashed. So you have a two hundred dollar check that needs cashing. Correct. But why didn't you cash it? Because this was what he sent as the final payment. Does it say it on the check? It does. Okay. So what you would have been owed had you cashed that was another six hundred? Correct. Right. And uh, so that's why you're suing for eight hundred. And she offered either that or I'll pick up the machine and I'll just sell it on the market and cut my losses, which means you guys rented the machine for five months or something for free. How come you didn't take her up on that? Because you feel, no, I want the benefit of the bargain I think I struck but can't prove. Well, it also wasn't free. I mean, we're out $300 that we put out that... Right. Whose fault is that again? Whose fault is that again? I understand. I know. I mean, do you doubt for a second that she's being honest when she says she never got the three hundred? I have no reason to. I mean, I, I don't right. know. I don't know her as a oh, person. Oh, we, we also have a reason to believe it, which is that this Mike guy was a thief. Okay, if you do business with somebody um, where you owe them money and you hand them cash and they won't give you a receipt, what do you do? I don't know. I'd probably do all I had to do to get the receipt back. Maybe. What, if, what if they won't give it to you? What if they say I'll give it to you next week? I don't know. I'd file. Give it to you tomorrow. I'd file a complaint with anybody that I could, I mean, depending on the situation. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do in a situation? You gotta get like some sort of proof that you paid them, otherwise... What if they won't give it to you? You gotta like take a video or something of you giving them money or something. I mean, that's not a bad idea, actually. That's actually, you know what, I'm gonna go back. That's a... I didn't think of that. That's actually a really good idea, going inside the courtroom. I have no doubt that the deal that was struck was 18. I have a doubt whether Mike told you that. I have a doubt whether maybe he said it's another 1,500 because you're paying 300 down now. I don't know what happened. What I do know is that you guys have the burden of proving your defenses. You don't have it. I am going to rule in her favor in the amount of the $800. Okay. Good luck, folks. Yeah, the, the check she receives, she gets That's it. That's going back to you. I'm, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and rule <laughs> uh, a verdict of, uh, because she didn't cash it because it said final payment. So, so it's gonna be a verdict of $800. Yeah. Yeah. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. <laughs> I understand. So the plaintiff will finally get that invoice paid. She'll get the $800. Here's Nancy Harris. She, I, the judge said you guys got to wake up and do much better bookkeeping right. in your Correct. offices. And, and it's interesting that you weren't there at the time when all of this right. came down. But you were there. Yeah, I trusted a guy. That's all I can say. I yeah. mean, and, and I found you, out. And you weren't looking at the bills and the invoices, no, right? No, I don't take care of the office. I got secretaries for that. And she finally found out, and I told her it was wrong. Yeah, well, and see, I'm if not, you had, you wouldn't be here in court today. You would have known. Okay. I don't, don't feel I will pay some that I don't owe. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. Thank you very much. Sorry, Thank but Thank you. this is one case you have lost. Nancy, uh, Miss Diedrich, on your way out of the courtroom. You're smiling. You feel okay now? I Good? do. I do. Right. Yes, I think that was a fair ruling. I expected that. No, uh, I'm no. sorry that it happened, and uh, we'll just move on from now. Okay, good enough. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, you must sign a few documents. Harvey? Well, Doug, look, I got to say, the video is really a good idea, but if you rent an apartment, buying a car, whatever it is where you need proof that you paid, if they won't give you a receipt, do not give them the money, period, 
period, period. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.